Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, October the 10th, 2020, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. It seems like it's been quite a while since I've been with you. It's been a very, very busy couple of weeks, but nevertheless, I'm excited to be back with you for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show I'm excited about our extended format and some of the new things that we're going to be doing to empower you to live a greater life. I want to take a moment and welcome my Apple Podcasts, my Stitcher, my Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, our brand new partnership, iHeartRadio Family, uh, to the Jamel Sanders Show. This is uh, so much more than a show. It's a platform that we have created to empower individuals to Uh, fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through uh, interesting stories and intriguing guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I'm so honored that you would take time out of your day and schedule uh, to join me and to be a part of this show. I'm so excited about the opportunity to do life with you, and I look forward to hearing from you in the days to come about how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. Uh, To look back on this and to see that the Jamel Sanders show has been going for almost a decade and that people are still tuning in and still being inspired and empowered by the content is just absolutely amazing. And I am just so grateful uh, for all of the well wishes and kind words that you continue to send about how uh, this platform has made a difference and an impact in your life. So thank you so much for uh, the opportunity to do life with you. Um, we we want to connect with you further in the days to come. So I invite you right now to go to www.janellesanders.com, and there you will find a link to all of my social media platforms. You will also find a link to sign up for our empowerment newsletter, Empowerment Breakthroughs, that goes out around the world. I know that this resource will be a great benefit and blessing to your life. So I hope you'll go there and connect with us. And I would love to hear from you. You can tweet us or send us a message on Facebook or reach out on Instagram. I want to know how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. If you hear something in the show that resonates with you, I invite you to tweet um, using the hashtag Jamel Show. Again, if you tweet out, use the hashtag Jamel Show. We really want to connect and do life with you. And I'm excited about the opportunity to serve you more in the days to come. I hope everybody has been doing great that your year, despite all of the 
uh, inconveniences and interruptions that you are having a great year. It is amazing that we are in the fourth quarter of 2020 already. Where has the time gone? And if you have followed my work, especially on this podcast over the last nine years, you know that I believe in finishing the the fourth quarter strong, finishing the year strong. And so I am so excited about sharing strategies with you over the next few months to help you uh, finish this year on a high note. So I hope you'll stay tuned with us so that you can get some strategies and tools to help you uh, in the days to come. I also encourage you to stay tuned because uh, we're going to be relaunching the Jamel Book Club. That's right. So many of you have been asking me, when is the book club coming back? And so I'm so excited that we're going to be relaunching it. I have an incredible book. Uh, from an incredible individual that I'm going to be sharing with you coming up in November. So you really want to stay tuned. Uh, My book club has always been a great pleasure of mine. Anybody that knows me knows that I am an avid and voracious reader. Um, I love to read. I read a ton of books every year. Um, I share books with my mentees and individuals that uh, work with me in the arena of consulting and advising leaders and organizations. And um, many of them say, wow, I read that book that you were talking about, and it was amazing, and it has helped me. So I, I just believe that reading is a powerful tool for revolution, discovery, and opening you up to new realities and possibilities in the world. And so I launched the Jamel Book Club probably about eight to nine years ago, um, and I wanted it to just be a forum to connect with you. And we've read some incredible books over the years. What really excites me about the book club is not just that we're reading and that people are uh, benefiting from the books, but I'm excited that people around the world are reading the books. It's so gratifying when um, I hear that so-and-so in Africa or so-and-so in Asia or this place is reading the book and it's impacting their lives and we begin to have discussions around it. It's just, it's exciting to me. I love to read. I love books. And I love the opportunity to share them with you. So I hope that you'll stay tuned. Uh, We're going to have some great selections to help you uh, live a greater life in the days to come. Stay tuned. There are some exciting things in the works. I know that for a lot of people, this has seemed like kind of a slow year or a year on pause. But I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I said, this has been a really productive and prosperous year for me. And so despite everything that's been going on in the world, it has been a very incredible time. And there's some great opportunities and things that are coming down the uh, pipe that I can't wait to share with you in the days to come. So you definitely want to stay tuned. We have some incredible uh, things to help you um, live your greatest life. Take a look around JamelSanders.com. A lot of people uh, may just be getting exposed to me and the work that I do around the world. So I'd love for you to take a look around the site and to connect with us. I want to help you and to reach your full potential in life, and we're here to serve you. So I'm excited about serving you more in the days to come. I'm also excited about my latest book, book number eight. Yes, number eight, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. This book has been years in the making. And I, you know, if you've heard my keynotes over the years, you've heard me talk a lot about identity, 
worth, knowing who you are, and owning your personal power. And what I noticed is that no matter how long the keynote was, it was never enough time for me to really delve into identity because I'm such a thorough, thorough speaker and teacher and and writer. Anybody that has uh, perused my material will tell you that. And so I wanted to write a book around identity. I wanted to give people tools and strategies to help them understand, number one, that they need to understand that we all have an identity, number two, that your life has incredible value and worth, number three, knowing how to discern and assess your value and not allowing anything or anybody to discount it. And then the fourth metric that I would say is you owning your personal power. You've heard me talk about it if you've listened to this podcast about taking your personal power back. How did I do that? It was a process in my life. It was a journey in my life. And I decided to put it all in this book, and this book has helped so many people. I'm continuing to hear stories. It's been out almost a year now. It's hard to believe that it's been almost a year, and I'm still hearing stories of how significance has transformed the lives of so many people around the world. People are waking up to their true identity and purpose and value and never discounting their significance again. It was such a a joy to write this book, and I hope that it will be a blessing to you. You can find out more information about it at JamelSanders.com. You can also get it through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, uh, Hudson Booksellers, and many other distributors. So I hope you'll grab a copy, and especially if you have a high schooler or somebody that's just matriculating into college, this would be a great resource for them. It's so important that you know your identity, and I believe personally that understanding my identity was truly the launching pad into my destiny and my future and the things that I'm doing in the world today. So I hope you'll get a copy of Significance. You can check out my other Uh, seven books uh, while you're there. I know that they will all uh, be a great benefit and blessing to your life. I want to take a very, very quick break, and I want to get back into this Me 2.0. This is going to be good. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Right. Welcome back to the show. So the last time I was with you, I can't even say last week or uh, recently because it has been quite a while since I was with you last. Nevertheless, uh, in our last discussion, I started a new series called Me 2.0, Embracing the New You. And so in this series, we're delving into the most important project you could ever work on, and that project is yourself. 
And so this series is really about evolution and personal growth and discovery. I don't know how long this series will go, but it's probably going to go for a while because this is a journey that I've just been on in my life recently. Many of you know that in August I celebrated another birthday, and I woke up that morning with a different hmm, clarity, a different understanding about life, a different value for time and purpose, unlike any time ever before in my life. And I immediately got up and I got my journal and I began to write about this new me, saying goodbye to this old version of me and hello to this new version of Jamel. And it just started me on this journey and I began to write out these different metrics and strategies of what I was going to do in this next year of my life to embrace this new version of myself. And it has been an incredible journey. I've been about a month or so into it now and I have learned so much about myself so much about um, my capacity and gifts and different things that are in me and how I can better serve the world and humanity. And so I just want to share some insights with all of you because I believe that every human being on this planet is in a constant state of evolution. We don't stay the same. We were not intended or created to stay the same. And I believe that one of the greatest abilities that we have as individuals and as leaders is to navigate seasons of change in our lives. I know personally that when this pandemic broke out in the world, I noticed a very high volume of leaders uh, reaching out to me more so than they had been reaching out in the past and uh, saying, please help, please consult, please advise, give me some wisdom about how to navigate this season of, of change and turbulence and uncertainty in my life. And if you have followed my work, you know that me and crises and adversity is a topic that I know all too well. And I believe that out of the crises and adversities in my life, I have gained so much wisdom and strategy that is able to help me serve humanity in a great way. And so it's been a great privilege to speak with these leaders in various parts of the world and to help them to navigate this season. I believe that crisis leadership is absolutely essential, uh, not just in a moment of pandemic, but for any organization, because you're going to face crisis situations. You know, people look at my life today and they admire me. They see me um, on television or in magazines or featured on some of the biggest media media outlets in the world, and they're amazed and astonished, and I'm a respected thought leader, but nobody looks at this um, 30-plus-year journey and all of the experiences and the things that have helped to shape who I am today. Yes, you pick up eight books, and you get a lot of wisdom and a lot of insight, but what was the journey that has produced the Jamel Sanders that people so admire and respect in the world today? I think that's the part of the journey that not everybody is so interested in, but that's the part of the journey that is essential to you truly understanding who I am. It is my ability to navigate seasons of crises that has built and engineered the world changer and trailblazer that you see today. And so many of you know that I have faced a lot of crises in my life. If you read my autobiography, Unbreakable, you really saw all of the crises that I have faced in my life. I feel like from the womb, I have been met with crises and challenges, and I believe that God knew I was equipped 
and empowered to come through those challenges and not just to come through them, but to thrive and to help other people do the same uh, from uh, personal challenges to uh, economic challenges and a business almost collapsing to betrayal to uh, adversity and just so many different things. We could, we could go on and on for about 10 to 20 shows just talking about uh, the journey and the adversity. But I, I don't look at those seasons with a sense of bitterness or resentment. I look at those seasons as gems and jewels in my life that have made me the person that I am today. One thing I notice about times of crises is that if you have never been in a crisis, uh, those moments have the ability to break you and to destroy you. And so as things like this pandemic break out in the world and people that have never really had to weather any type of storm adversity, they begin to fall apart. They begin to be destroyed and overwhelmed because they don't know. And so when these things happen in life, uh, they don't have the same ability to rattle me or to phase me because I realize I've come through this, I've come through that. And as you come through adversity, you build what I call a resume of victories and you build a track record of breakthrough in your life. And so I can just point back to the points of reference and seasons of reference and know that if I've come through this and this and this, I can survive this as well. This is no different. And so I believe that I'm a giant slayer and that I've been empowered to help others to slay giants in their life. And so this journey is about becoming the greatest expression of who you were created to be. We could go through all of the myriad of experiences in my life, and we could talk about them one by one, and it would probably take me about 30 years to begin to dissect everything that has happened, but that's not going to be as important to you as me giving you this important key. And I think the key for me to give you is this. What we don't understand is that every season, every trial, every test, every tribulation, every experience in our life is forging a champion, is forging a warrior, is forging the best and greatest version of who you were created to be. And so if you were to take every one of my experiences and mix them together, you would realize that all of them were uh, intended to bring me to this point in my life where I understood who I am, what I was, what I possess, and how I could serve the world in a profound and meaningful way. I think a lot of people um, speak in the language of victimization, and I want to stay here for a moment. Uh, as somebody that has trained and developed and empowered people around the world, I'm very cognitive and very versed in language. And so I begin to listen to a person and I can tell the language of a victim very quickly. And one thing that has made me the person that I am today is my ability to take responsibility for my life. I believe that you can redesign and re-engineer everything in your world, but it begins with responsibility. And a lot of times we say, I want to be a new person, I want to be changed, but we're not willing to take responsibility for our lives. You have to take responsibility for the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, 
the failures, the missteps, the miscalculations, the things that you didn't discern, the things that you overlooked, the things that you missed. When people look at somebody like me, they say, wow, is he wise? Wow, does he have all of this insight and this revelation? But the reason that I have gained the revelation and the insight that I have gained is because I have the ability to look at life with what I call acuity or eagle eye perception or perceptivity about life. And I don't have time to delve into the law of acuity or perceptivity all the way today. But what I will say is that the thing that I love about the eagle is that the eagle has the ability to see farther than any other animal. They have the ability to go up above storms, above uh, adverse conditions, and to see for miles and miles and miles and miles away. And so a lot of times we only have fight for what's right in front of us, but we miss things behind us, to the side of us, to the right of us. There's so much we miss because we don't have the right acuity or perceptivity. And so one of the things that has helped me is the ability to see further than other people can see. Most people can't see beyond tomorrow for their lives. Um, but I have the ability, and one of the reasons that people want to reach out and want advice and want consulting and advisement is because I have the ability to see further. I have a visionary uh, ability and capacity to not just see tomorrow, but to see the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 20 years. And so uh, a lot of things in our lives boil down to this lack of responsibility, and this lack of responsibility is often rooted in the fact that most people do not have a vision for their lives. Over the years on this show, you've heard me say this so many times, but it bears repeating because we're talking about Me 2.0. We're talking about embracing the new you. And one of the things that you have to start with if you're going to embrace the new you is you have to have a vision for your life. The scripture says that where there is no vision or where there's no prophetic insight, the people cast off restraints and run wild. The problem with the world is not that you are a product of your environment or a prisoner to your circumstance or situation. The problem is that we are living in a world filled with people that have no vision for their life. And I have learned and discovered that if I don't know uh, where my life is going and what the future will hold, somebody else will have the ability to manipulate my future. Let me say that again. If I don't have a good grasp or understanding of the direction my life is going and what my future looks like, then somebody else will have the ability to determine and manipulate what my future looks like. And so a lot of people, when you sit down with them and you begin to talk with them, they've spent their entire lives on what I call the proverbial treadmill going nowhere. And they have been repeating cycles of frustration and failure over and over. They've been speaking in the the verbiage and the language of a victim. They have been living with the same uh, toxic paradigms and inferiority complexes. They've been living with the same self-limiting beliefs and perceptions. There's the same internal narrative of weakness and inferiority that they have been living out for years and years and years. And they never come to a place of awareness and awakening in their lives to realize that this is a pattern that I have to break. And you cannot even begin to break a pattern without first acknowledgement 
and awareness that there is a pattern in your life. You would be amazed at how many people do not even realize that they are living in a pattern. This has happened before. You have seen this before. And what are you going to do about it? Are we going to continue to face the same obstacle over and over again? This is what I have learned. When we continue to live our lives on repeat, it is a good indication that we are not learning the lessons that we need to learn. Repeat is a sign that we're failing in an area. Write that down. Repeat is a sign that we are failing in an area. So when I see something begin to show up in my life over and over again, this is an area that I'm failing in, and this is a lesson that I have not mastered. So what is this teaching me? What do I need to learn from this so that I can move from it? Let me say this. You will never advance beyond your ability to confront the last adversary in your life. Let me say it again. You will never advance beyond your ability to confront the last adversary in your life. So many of us want to get into our future, but we have not conquered today. And if you haven't conquered today, you don't even have the capacity to confront the battles that are in your future. One thing I can guarantee you is that every season of your life, you are going to be faced with frustration. You're going to be faced with tension. You're going to be faced with pressure. You're going to be faced with battles, and you're going to be faced with contradiction. Now, I could spend the next 10 years breaking those down, but I'm going to try to speak it to you as succinctly as I possibly can. And the reality is that you are going to have challenges in your life. So many of us think that we're going to succeed without any effort or any work or any uh, process in between, and that's illegal success. That is unauthorized power. You have to go through process. You have to go through development to reach a certain place in your life. The problem is not that challenges are going to show up in our lives. The challenge is to make sure that you are equipped and have the tools when the challenge shows up. Sometimes we don't have the tools, and sometimes we simply like where we are. I always say that there are some people that love bondage. They love bondage more than freedom. How do I know? Because I talked to them 10 years ago. They were still talking in the language of a victim. They're 10 years later, and they're still talking about the same thing. If your vocabulary and psychological construct has not changed at all in the last 10 years, then there is no growth happening in your life. And let me say this. If there is no growth and no development in your life, there will never be evolution of your life. So you can listen to this. You can take a plethora of notes and get all of these insights. But the reality is, is that all transformation begins with the way you think. I would recommend you read my book, Upgrade Your Mind, where I go in depth into the concept of paradigms and paradigm shifting to move you into a realm of revolutionary thinking and mindset. And so you have to begin to deal with the way that you think. Uh, it's not just enough to deal with the way that you think, but what you think. It's the things that are occupying mental real estate that are oppressing or advancing your life. Write that down. It's the things that are occupying mental real estate that are advancing or oppressing your life. And so I had to realize that there were patterns in my life. There were psychological constructs that I continued to see over and over again. And I realized that I was not going to progress in my life until I dealt with this psychological construct. 
So how do how how do you do that? You have to begin to take those thoughts one by one, and you have to begin to deconstruct those thoughts so that you can develop healthy thoughts to create the reality that you want to see. I know that's a mouthful, but I want you to get a good understanding of this because uh, a lot of times we don't realize that our own minds is the thing that's holding us hostage in prison and won't let us out. We're blaming people. We're blaming systems. We're blaming institutions. And what I realized after all of this work that I'm now telling you years and years later is that none of those things were the problem. The problem lied within. And the problem was that my own thinking was the thing that was holding me back. And because I thought inferior, I thought defeat, I thought victimization. Those are the cycles that I begin to initiate and create in my life. See, with our thoughts, we have the ability to build our life to great heights of success, and with our thoughts, we have the ability to destroy our lives. It's all about what you build your life on, and what I know to be true is that you cannot build your life on an unhealthy foundation and expect uncommon success. What we do is we build our lives on unhealthy foundations. Foundations have to deal with our thought patterns and thought processes. It has to deal with our core values and principles, who we are as individuals. A lot of times we're trying to show up in destinies and we don't even know who we are. If you don't know who you are, you're going to always be looking to the world around you to tell you who you are, and the world around you will always discount your value and significance. That's why I wrote the book, Significant. The world around you will always appraise your worth and value is less than you are. They'll always tell you that you're not worthy or capable and you don't have the capacity to do certain things, and none of that is true. What I have learned is that what we believe is what we create and what we build our lives upon. And so we spend the least amount of time on our thinking and the most amount of time on our craft, and we live a crippled life. You can't perfect your craft and not deal with your consciousness and state of thinking and expect to create a life of success. And so if you're going to embrace this new you, it begins with taking responsibility for your life. Responsibility is not just awareness and acknowledgement of the choices and decisions that we made and how they have put us on a certain course or path in our lives, uh, but responsibility also has to deal with the thoughts, the ideas, the intentions that have led us to where we are today. This is often the place where I've learned as someone that consults and develops leaders where many people shut down. We're interested in the possibilities of what our life can become, but we're not interested in dealing with the prison that has constricted us from the destiny that we were intended for. And so if we don't begin to deal with that prison and those uh, psychological barriers in our lives, those emotional triggers and places in our lives, we're never going to experience the success and the prosperity that we want to see. And so a new you begins with this new way of thinking, and this new way of thinking begins with taking responsibility for your life. I cannot tell you how many people do not want to take responsibility for their lives, but they want to live a revolutionary life. This is what I know is that whatever I refuse to take responsibility for will initiate cycles of regret in my life. Write that down. Whatever I refuse to take responsibility for will initiate cycles of regret in my life. 
And so what is the narrative that most people are living out? They're living out a narrative of regret and bitterness. Why are they bitter? Because of the choices that they've made. Why are they bitter at the choices that they made? Because of the psychological construct on which they made the choices. So do you get what I'm saying to you? Everything goes back to the way that you think. It's amazing to me because years ago when I began to talk about the power of paradigms, uh, many people gave me these interesting looks, and I even heard some interesting comments and commentary on my teachings and what I was talking about. And I look at the lives of some of those individuals, and they're in the same exact state they were a decade or so ago. And so you 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 kind of make fun of a message, but you don't realize that your paradigm is why you're in the predicament that you're in right now. And if we can change your mindset, we can change everything about your life. Your life will always move in the direction of your thinking. It doesn't move in the direction of your expectations or emotions. We think because we get excited, because we make a few affirmations in the morning, that that's going to change the course of our lives. But we don't take the time to deal with the thinking process. And so what I have done is I have spent a great deal of time on my mindset and understanding that my mind and the health of it is going to determine everything about my success and prosperity. And so you have to be willing to take responsibility for your life. How many years can we sit back and blame this person and that person? Or if this would have happened, I would be further in my life. If I was given this opportunity, I would be further. If I knew this person, I would be better off. The reality is, is that if those things occurred in your life without a different mindset, you would still be in the exact same place that you are. You're not waiting for an event to happen. You are waiting for an evolution to happen in you. And when you have that radical shift in your consciousness, you will shift the entire course of your destiny and your future forever. I cannot tell you how rewarding it has been over the years to sit with people and to listen to them and to learn their story. It's important to know the story for the right reason and to begin to work with a person and begin to help them work through those thought patterns and psychological constructs in their lives and to hear the language change, to hear identity and purpose come forth and clarity and to see those same people begin to walk out into the incredible destiny and future that God had for them. But none of those things would have been possible if they never took the time to address their mind. And if you don't address your mind, you will never awaken to the magnitude of what you were created for. Write that down. If you never address your mind, you will never awaken to the magnitude of what you were created for. There are a lot of people that want to fulfill a purpose, but they can't fulfill that purpose because they are prisoners to their past. And as long as you live in your past, you can never embrace your prophetic destiny. Your prophetic destiny demands a new you. It necessitates liberty and freedom. And the greatest liberation and freedom begins in the mind. There are a lot of people that are incarcerated physically, but they are liberated psychologically. And they are more free than the people walking around every day, supposedly living a life of freedom. 
we have mistaken freedom for all of these external things, and we have not realized that freedom is an inside project. Write that down. Freedom is an inside project. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we have defined a lot of things as this is freedom, that is freedom, uh, this is what free people do. But the reality is is that so many people are not free. They're bound and they're in bondage and they're broken and they have not been willing to do the work to change the course of their destiny and their future. And so my job, part of my responsibility in the world is to serve as a facilitator of healing and liberation in the souls of humanity. And whether it's through a book or whether it's through a keynote or whether it's through advising and consulting a leader, I want to help people get to that place of freedom so that they can show up as emancipators and liberators in the world. But you can't emancipate somebody as long as you're enslaved psychologically. We have a lot of people that are enslaved that are trying to be liberators of other people, and you don't even have the capacity for freedom in your own life, so you're not qualified to be a liberator. Let me say this about freedom, because there are so many people that are popping up. They're they're the healing coach. They're the wholeness coach. They're the wellness coach. They're the breakthrough coach. I don't have a problem with you calling yourself something, but what I do have a problem with is people putting on titles that don't have the resume and track record to back it. You're the wholeness coach, but you don't know what wholeness is in your own life. You're the freedom coach, but you've never been free. So we can't just call ourselves something. Whatever we call ourselves, we must have the capacity for. And so, you know, we can't just put titles on ourselves. We can't just say we're this or we're that. We have to have the capacity to function in what we say we're functioning in. And every function demands freedom in your life. This is good stuff. I hope you're getting this. I hope you listen to this again because I know I'm giving you a lot right now. Write that down. Every authentic, let me say it like that, every authentic functioning demands freedom. So you can't truly function in your gifts. You can't truly function in your talents or abilities without freedom. You have to get to a place of freedom. And we have so many people trying to sell a product that they've never used, trying to get people to invest in something that has not produced a yield or return in their lives. And so, you know, in this era of everybody is an expert and everybody is this and that, make sure that you're the person that shows up with the capacity to function in what you call yourself and make sure that you're free and whole and that you can offer people more than information. Because there's a lot of people in the world that cannot offer people anything but information. They don't have strategies. They don't have solutions. And what they do is they copy and they mimic what the other person is doing, and they put their name on it. But it doesn't produce anything because you don't have a history of any experience to do that. And so I believe that it is so important when we talk about Me 2.0 that we get to this place of taking responsibility for our lives. You will never heal from what you are not willing to reveal. You will never heal from what you are not willing to reveal. And a lot of people will never get to healing in their lives because they will not get honest. They will not get real. They will not get to the root of what is really going on in their lives. And what you don't get to the root of, you will inevitably be inevitably, excuse me, repeat that cycle again and again in your life. And there are so many people that are repeating cycles. 
every year they get a catchphrase and a new slogan about how this year is going to be different than the last year, and the reality is that nothing is changing anyway. You know, I, I was writing a piece the other day about, you know, this year and this season and this pandemic and everything, and the and that 2020 is canceled. Well, 2020 was canceled anyway, because the reality is that by March 1st, the, the country, the United States, I know I have a global audience, the United States shut down in March. The reality is that by January 30th, I would even say by the 15th, most people had already abandoned their resolutions and their goals, and they couldn't tell you where their vision was for the year. So by March, most people were not fulfilling their vision or purpose or destiny anyway. And so the pandemic is just something else they can blame to avoid taking responsibility for your life. What were you doing? We were going to the end of the the first quarter. So what had you accomplished? In all actuality, most people had not accomplished anything anyway because beyond January, most people have already stopped and reverted back to what was familiar. So you see what I'm saying? We began to blame events and circumstances for our lack of responsibility and productivity in our own lives. And so the reality is that COVID didn't do anything in terms of my goals or vision for the year. I've continued to progress continue to learn, grow, develop. And like I said, this has been a prosperous and very successful year for me. So it's all about perspective. It's all about what we're willing to take responsibility for. It's all about what we're willing to trade our time for because something is getting your time and whatever gets your time, you become mastered by. And so make sure that you are giving your time to the disciplines that will create uh, the success and the prosperity that you want to see in your life. This is going to be a good series. I hope you'll stick with me. I hope that you'll uh, just get your journal and your pad and really delve into this. I want to give you a homework assignment. Uh, if you're new to the show, we do what I call breakthrough journals. If you follow me on social media, you'll see it every weekend. I, I post something about the breakthrough journal. I want you to do something for me. I want you to um, take a moment, and I want you to answer this question, and I want you to answer it honestly and openly. Have you taken responsibility for your life? Don't just write a yes or no answer. I want you to go in depth. I want you to write from your soul. Um, whatever comes to you in that moment, begin to jot it down. Have you taken responsibility for your life? If you have, how so? Begin to write. If not, why not? I want you to begin to deal with those psychological constructs and thought patterns and processes that have uh, prevented you from moving into greatness and reaching your full potential because you cannot get to a new you until we first address the old you and the things that have held you hostage from your highest potential. And I guarantee you, if you'll begin to do this work, it will radically shift and revolutionize everything about your life. It's, this has been a phenomenal journey for me already. It's only been a, a month and a few weeks. But this new Jamel, this new evolution and emergence that is taking place has been absolutely phenomenal. And you're just hearing some of the the insights that I've gained. There's so much more uh, that I'm just jotting down and journaling over these weeks. But I know that it's going to help so many of you because you want to get to the greatest version of yourself, and you have to get out of your own way. 
you know, I wrote a book years ago called Soul Journey uh, because I wanted to get out of my way. I was tired of being in my own way. It was not the things around me that was stopping me. It was me, and I had to learn how to get out of my way. And when I learned how to get out of my way, it changed everything about my life. It was just a profound shift for me. And so I hope that you will take a moment and do the journaling exercise and learn about the importance of taking responsibility for your life. This is the thing that traps so many people in cycles of victimization, it keeps you um, dealing with an identity crisis and being a victim of identity theft. It keeps you in cycles of powerlessness and hopelessness. Um, keeps you from understanding your true value as a human being. And there's just so much more. That's why I wrote the book, Significance, because there's so much I had to work through. I've had to help other people work through. And now I want to help you work through some of these things in your life. This is a profound moment. You have been gifted with so much time, so you have nothing holding you back from working on yourself. We work on so many things, but the greatest project you can ever work on is you, and that's what birthed this series, Me 2.0. I'm ready for you to embrace the new you in your life. Say goodbye to the old you and hello to the you that you've been destined and created to become. I have so enjoyed this. I love this. I love the new format. I love that I get more time uh, to do life with you and to share with you. I really hope that something that I've said will resonate with you that will be what I call a prophetic trigger uh, that will set off uh, an awareness in you that will cause you to radically change and transform your life. I'm so honored that I've had the opportunity to do life with you. I look forward to seeing you again real soon for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. Share this with someone and be blessed.